Hello there, and welcome back to the Freecast. This is episode two, and my name is Simon Osfrey Osborne, and I am joined once again by the lovely Chris Fainraff Johnson. Yeah. I like how you're including the sort of nicknames, the usernames in the I mean, as a middle name now. It. I've always done Have it. Have you? You've always yeah. done it for yourself. I don't think you've done it with me normally. Normally it's, um, and I'm joined by, and I've just went, Fain Ruff. Like dead, dead, dull and boring well, and stuff. But now thing. you're like... I've learned from that. <laughs> I've learned from it not to give you the little bit there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, like God. not to give my monotone voice a, a, a shot at stardom. Just, yeah. Like, no, you, just get, talk you, do, you do get your shot, just not with saying your name. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> I get to say your name. That's my job yeah. now. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so obviously, first, first things first. Compared to last week, this is... Uh, two and a half hours later and yeah i mean i did bring it up last time but it was purely a case of in order to try and make this kind of pan out with because when i want to talk about world of warcraft it's going to be about america's reset time which is when uh things will happen for the e- which which is when we know what's going to happen for the eu a day in advance pretty much so yeah it's just to work all that out and another thing we're going to try and not go for two hours a little over an hour is fine, but not quite two hours. We'll, we'll try and keep it below 90 minutes, I'd say. We'll see how that goes anyway. Um, but yeah, other than that, the podcast is indeed available. I actually haven't checked on iTunes, but it is available on Spotify. It's available on SoundCloud. It's probably there on iTunes. We'll see. I, I should probably have looked. Uh, I'm sure Chris is doing that as I'm, as I'm talking. I'm just Googling it now, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, last I heard, it was just under a review period, so... I don't know how long that takes, but... I uh, uh, googled iTunes Freecast, and it came up with, did you mean June Forecast? <laughs> yes. June Forecast. Welcome to the June Forecast. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I like that. But yeah, so because uh, you have to pay a premium in order to have a lot of space on SoundCloud, it's gonna it's causing a bit of issues. So what's going to have to happen is episode one will have to be taken down, which odds are means it's getting taken off Spotify and iTunes as well. And then episode two will be able to go up. If we keep them short, episode three will be able to go up as well. And then we just have to delete episode two when it gets to episode four and so on. Uh, but this is only a but temporary thing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, we are we are working on a, a sort of getting the hosting sorted, which will solve that problem. But all episodes will all be available on YouTube. At the the channel is called Freecast. Doesn't have its own URL yet because we're not popular. But hey, there you go. It's all available on YouTube. Um. So yeah, that's. I think that's uh, everything I need to touch on in regards to the podcast. So, uh, jumping into some of the things going on, we have a few freebies here and there. Epic Game Store, of course, has its uh, free games. There's actually two games. I can't remember what the second one is. I should probably have checked that out. Some small indie game, I'm sure. Uh, but the main thing is Ark Survival Evolved, which is uh, kind of a gather survival game, but with dinosaurs. Which I'm okay with. I'm not too fond of the PvP side of it, but eh, that's that's free currently, and it's going to be there until the 18th. So you only have less than two days to get that. Uh, but when it comes to... well. If you listen to this on Friday, when this gets uploaded, the free game's going to instead be... As it turns out, Ark was the final big title free game from the Epic Games Vault, and the store has now reverted back to the previous way it worked, where smaller games would be made free from time to time. Just leaving that gap in there for me to do in the edit. (laughs) 
Excellent. Excellent. Okay, I've got it up. So the, be, the free yeah, game next yep. week will be Pathway and is, is The Escapist 2. Yeah. How, how do you know that's going to be next week? Because I've, um, I've got Epic Games Launcher open. It tells you? Yeah, it tells you. So it's Oxabite Revolt now, and it's also something called Samurai Showdown uh, Neo Geo Collection, which I've not even heard of personally, but it's got a decent cover on it, like. Um, and then it says, Coming soon, Pathway and The Escapist 2, free from June 18th to June 25th. Huh. They, I guess maybe they're done with the big title games. It's always showed you they're coming soon. It's it didn't show Ark. It didn't show GTA Five. It didn't show a bunch of things. Oh, like that. maybe not the big title. Maybe maybe yeah, the, that's, uh, that's what yeah, I mean. Big yeah. title, but at the same time, there doesn't seem to be any mention of a new one coming. So fair enough. If there is, if there is a new one coming, then I've already said what it was earlier. We'll see. <laughs> um, yeah. Other than that. Uh, Apex has a free skin for the character Gibraltar. If you have Twitch Prime, it looks okay. I'm not too fussed about it myself. Uh, but speaking of Apex, today is apparently going to be when these bunkers that are hidden around the map start opening. Uh, something to do with the story mode that's in the game, where you have to collect treasures, then you get to do a story every five treasures, and they unlock every week. So currently I'm about two weeks ahead, so I can chill, I guess, but... Apparently these bunkers are going to be opening from today one by one, and each will have some legendary loot. Uh, and Fortnite as well has had some shenanigans going on. The end of the season event has happened. I had a watch. Not entirely sure what's going on with Fortnite anymore, but from what I could see looking it up, there was people were saying, uh, at least one place was saying, it looks like there's going to be a first person mode coming to the game. Like, so you got first-person mode cut from an in-game kind of cinematic thing where you're just you're in a room as your character listening to a conversation, and you pulled there might be a first-person mode coming from that. That seems like a bit of a reach to me. I, I don't know. Maybe there is. I don't know. But all that's really happened so far is the storm that closes in on you to make the circle smaller, that is now just a giant wall of water. That's all that's really happened. <laughs> so, whatever. And uh, last thing I want to quickly mention before I hand it over to Chris to talk about whatever he fancies talking about is uh, Valorant, which is a free FPS game. I think it's an FPS game anyway. I think it was an FPS. Or it's a third-person shooter. Uh, it's kind of like a crossover between Overwatch and Rainbow Six Siege, uh, in which it's like five-a-side kind of gameplay you play for the objective, or you just kill the enemy team, which is kind of more of the Siege, uh, Rainbow Six Siege side of it. But Overwatch sides, each character has these special abilities, and they're kind of weird abilities. Granted, Siege does have characters with abilities, but they're more in keeping in reality, whereas Valorant is not. But it is free. It's from Riot Games, and I'm curious to see what it's like personally, so I'm going to be playing it at some point. But um, yeah, I think that's about all the free stuff that I've seen that's come out recently, so, uh, yeah. After recording, Humble Bundle went live with a Fight for Racial Justice Bundle. So go to humblebundle.com slash fight for racial justice bundle. Each of those words has a hyphen or dash between them. So that's humblebundle.com slash fight dash for dash racial dash 
justice-bundle. What do you want to talk about first, Chris? I guess um, just with you mentioning like Overwatch and those sort of games, um, like one of the games that I've been playing recently is it's been out a long time and it is free, so it keeps that theme going as well. Is Paladins? So one uh, of my friends, I keep um, this. yeah, Mars got me into it. Um, it's something she was playing, and I was like, yeah, go on, then I'll download it and stuff, you know. And I thought, you know, I showed her Team Fortress Two because I was playing that at the time still and she enjoyed it and then i played paladins and actually it's actually a really decent decent game so it does it does feel quite balanced as well which is important on these sort of games which is surprising because they've got a lot of what they call champions which is the the characters that you can play i think there's around about like 25 or something um (laughs) like different characters that you can play and it's they they're all quite different as well. So like you know, some are like flames, some are magic, some are healers, um, oh, some are flanks. This is from high res. I think I used to play. Um, there was some F, uh, some game that I used to play from them, which you'd uh, tribes ascend. That's what it was. You'd kind of like skate down hills and uh, try and shoot other players as you're flying around. It was huge maps. It was quite fast paced, quite fun. I was really yeah. bad at it, uh, but I didn't realize that was the same studio. I've not played that one to be honest, and this—I'm not sure if I've played any from this studio. This, like I say, it was just one of my friends got us in into it, and um, we're certainly having fun together. I got Marty on it as well, who obviously you know, and he—he yeah. uh, he enjoyed it for the most part as well. So we've, I've been playing that quite a bit recently, um, and it—it's just really fun. They're, they're updating every every few days with like you know, new uh, sort of events, new content. And I think like every month or so, they're bringing out a new champion as well. Um, I haven't played it for that long yet to sort of know exactly the schedules and things, but it's it's a fun game. It's free. Um, so the way that they, you know, uh, get income and things is similar to a lot of games now where you can buy... Um, cosmetics. Cosmetics, yeah, and so you can okay. get new skins. You can open sort of uh, crates and things. Um, I can't remember what the. I've not actually spent any money on it yet, so I haven't yet. opened any of the crates. I'm not. I'm not fussed about cosmetics unless like there's a there's a there's a massive focus on it in in the community and games, you know. But this this doesn't feel like that. It doesn't feel like there's there's a huge focus. It's so like avatars and things. That's another thing. If you want a custom avatar, well, not custom, but if you want like a cooler avatar or whatever you pay um or you can unlock them um fair enough so yeah even the champions and things i'm not i'm not 100% sure how it works but you've got like eight which are just unlocked and then the okay. other ones you have to buy now you can buy them through in-game currency it's like usually about 60,000 coins um okay. to buy which does take a fair amount of time but it's not like it's not too long that you would you know you can probably unlock one every every week of playing if you just play like average like i do um or you can you can pay 21 pound i think it is and you you unlock all of the champions so that gives a rough idea (laughs) sorry i'll pass on that one yeah oh yeah i mean i'd prefer just to i mean if, if you're playing through them it takes you a good few games to get used to a champion anyway do you know what i mean so potentially you would play it for a week before you would need to unlock a new one anyway if you really want to sort of see how best to play that character and um 
you know the different maps and things see what it's good for and that you know so in which game modes it's good for so yeah i've been i've been enjoying it just i guess free shout out to paladins because i've been enjoying your game so um yeah send me I mean, free stuff yeah, send send me yeah, give me all the unlocks for free, so I don't have to spend twenty one pound. Yeah, <laughs> no, no but uh, it's it's good. I've been playing a game mode called um, Siege a bit, which is uh, like payload on Team Fortress Two. So where you you know you follow the um, vehicle, whatever it is the, in different the payloads. Yeah. The payload, yeah, but <laughs> to the to the different checkpoints um so yeah, i've been playing that a bit and i've been playing another one which is kind of like you know like a control point where you just have to spend the longest time on a on a point against the other team sometimes the change sometimes the static and i've been really enjoying that so i mean you're on the characters there so that yeah. androxus is one that i've, I've just unlocked actually okay. um Last week, he reminds me a bit of Reaper from Overwatch. That's that's why I kind of looked at him. I did open it up, yeah. but apparently there's something that automatically plays when I do that, so I can't really be bothered with that. Yeah. So the one that I've been playing the most, if you scroll down, is um, keep going. Obviously, it's yeah. So I've been playing as Lex, uh, which is like fifth from the bottom, and I've also been playing as that Ceres, which is a uh, third row from the bottom. Okay. So Ceres is a healer, and I've been I've noticed that when I'm playing these control point games and that sometimes someone will play as a healer and not heal because you can still obviously attack. So, yeah. and when people play like that, it's it makes the game a lot harder because if the other team has got a healer, obviously you're at a bit of a disadvantage there. Um. So when I've been playing as Ceres, I've been pretty much going as like pure healer and not doing much attacking. And it, I've noticed, like, if I do it well and heal, like, 80,000, um, like, hit points or whatever, generally speaking, we've won every match. So there is, like, a big positive to, pl- to playing as a healer and doing it, doing it well. Um, but otherwise, I've been playing as that Lex. And one of the reasons I like him, he's got dual pistols. So he seems to be able to, like, shoot a lot faster than the other characters because he's got two guns rather than one. Right, so it's, okay. like, double... Um, and for me, that's been suiting my playstyle really well. Like, if you can lock onto somebody like decent and shoot six bullets at them within a couple of seconds, it does a lot of damage. Whereas, if you're at least for my playstyle, if you're like playing as one of the ones where you can only shoot every second rather than you know two or four times in a second, like Lex, you might do a like a lot more damage but you're only hitting them once and then suddenly they're around a corner and you've got to go and like find them again do you know what i mean so at least for the way that i play i like more like up front close to close combat so lex is quite quite good for that if you prefer um sort of sniping or whatever there is like characters to suit that and there's there's a like every character is a bit a little bit different do you know what i mean so which is the way you hope it is obviously yeah, it's always good. So, um, like that Grover one, the one that looks like a tree, an ent sort of thing. Um, yeah, that one there is a is a healer, and what he's like, uh, there's a area around him where it just heals anybody in that area, you know. So, okay, he's he can be quite good for them sort of control point ones where you 
aiming to stand in an area anyway. But yeah, so I think we've talked long enough about this game, but <laughs> it's it's good, so I'm enjoying it. So blame Mars for the fact that I've just spent 10 minutes talking about a single game on this. So Hey, no, that's fine. I mean, I spend ages talking about World of Warcraft, so that's all right. Yeah. That's all right. Yeah. <laughs> so maybe we could we could play it together sometime. It is free. I think it's about 20 gig in download size, so, you know. Yeah, can do. I, I need a... There, I have a nice backlog of games I need to play through. Like I've been, I, I've got, um, I've got my hands on all the Assassin's Creed games that I've not played. So that's everything after Black uh, Black Flag, uh, so uh, Unity, Syndicate, Origins, and Odyssey. I think are the four that I need to play in that order. So I need to do that. And once I've done that, I can at least delete them off my hard drive because obviously I've already installed them because that's logical. But yeah, <laughs> at some point I will blast my way through those games because it's yeah I've, I I do enjoy the story. Obviously, I think back Black Flag things did take a bit of a weird turn, or maybe it was maybe it was the third game actually that changed things. I can't remember exactly when like the main character that you go into their history. I can't remember when it was they died. Not really a spoiler because this is very old at this point multiple years old um but yeah no i've got a lot to play through anyway me too i, I got um, much meaning too. marty just bought me a command and conquer remastered collection last week right and i've and i've only actually done two missions on red alert the like the original um because i got distracted so i'm i'm really really need to spend some time playing that because obviously like he got it for us i need to it's something i wanted to buy myself actually i was looking forward to it um, I've personally not really played the Command and Conquer games, but I did play all of the Red Alert games, like one, two, and three. Um, okay. Like when I was a kid, I guess. I think I did them. briefly try and do a let's play of like Red Alert three, I think, a while ago. I didn't really get very far though. I, I just couldn't really get into it. I think I remember like, you doing that. I think it was Red think, Alert three. I think it was, yeah, because that is the like Red Alert two came out a long time ago. You know, yeah. um, Red Alert three was probably a good eight years ago or something now. So Red Alert, you know, for you to have done a Let's Play on Red Alert 2, it's probably too old. But um, but yeah, I mean, the remastered, I'm in two minds, so the graphics are a lot better. Um, Obviously, it still keeps that sort of like pixel look to it that it obviously when Red Alert came out. Yeah. But um, the cutscenes are a massive letdown. So, I mean... They're just very, very pixelated, and it probably doesn't help that I'm playing on 4K rather than like 1080 maybe, but they are really poor quality, and I expected them to do a little bit more with it. Um, Fair enough. You can see huge, huge square chunks in it still, like pixels, nice. um, and they're, they're, they're a lot bigger than you would expect, you know, and I had that set to the highest res that I could, so the cuts, I mean, luckily... You know, cutscenes are one thing. It's the gameplay that makes the most, for me anyway, is a personal thing. You, yeah. The audio, you can still hear the audio. You can still make out the characters in the cutscenes and things, like the, the people. So it's not a huge deal, but when they've said remastered, I, I just expected a little bit more from them. Do you know what I mean? Um, yeah, I no, expected it to be a bit... Because like, there's a lot of old movies that get re-released on, you know... DVD, Blu-ray, Star Wars, it's like for Ultra HD. Sorry? Star Wars, for instance. Well, exactly. And, Always getting redone. It is. It, um, well, yeah, every like three years or something ridiculous for Star Wars. Yeah. But 
Um, but the point is, when you watch on Blu-ray, it feels pretty much like Blu-ray, you know? And, I mean, obviously it's a huge difference in budgets, potentially, but I just expected a little bit more from the cutscenes, really. Um, but yeah, Fair. so I, that's on my backlog. And then another game that's just been released, which I haven't bought yet, but I do plan on it, is uh, Persona 4 Golden. So that's just been remastered as well and brought out for PC. So I'm excited to to get that. It's only £15 here um, and the Deluxe is 20 but I'm I'm excited to, to play through that as well. So they're my two games that I would like to play. Fair enough. I think I do. I still got um, one entry in the Batman Arkham series to play. I think I've got Knight to play. I think I've played the I've, other I've, three. I've got Knight to play as well. It's the only one I've got to. Is there yeah. a co-op on that? We could do a joint one. I'm not sure if there is. We'll have to look into it. I don't it. think so. Yeah. Uh, probably not because it's just Batman. You can't have yeah, Batman exactly. and Batman. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Batman the logical thing would be Catwoman. Batman and Robin, but that's probably not a thing. Uh, the other thing I have, uh, I think I've got the next game to play is the newer Tomb Raider series. I think there's three games out now, and I think there's a fourth one coming. I've played the first, I've still got the second to play, and I don't have the third, but I still, I need to play through that at some point as well. I did enjoy yeah. it. it was, obviously, some people have issues like, say, the Tomb Raider, uh, the latest Tomb Raider movie, or the Tomb Raider games, because... It's just not the same kind of Lara Croft that they're used to. Namely, her boobs aren't big enough, which in the world that we're currently in, that's not really that's not really a stance to take, really. <laughs> like, I don't know. I, I was never that into the Lara Croft series anyway. I saw the movies with Angelina Jolie, uh, but at the time I was like, I don't know what's going on. This movie looks fun, though, because uh, I was very young at the time. I can't actually remember how old I would have been. But I namely remember the weird kind of parkour puzzle thing to, at the end of the movie that she was jumping around. That's that's mainly what sticks in my head uh, out of everything. I'm, but... I'm similar to you. I had them for PlayStation 1. I had two two Tomb Raider games or Lara Croft games or whatever. I can't remember exactly which ones, but I had two and I loved them as a kid. Um, but I mean, when you say it's not the Lara Croft that they're used to, obviously the movie's a bit different. But like, what do they want? Pointy boobs? Triangle boobs? Because that's <laughs> yeah, what you had on the they, PlayStation they want... 1. They want the very low polygons. That's what they yeah. want. Yeah, <laughs> it's interesting, you know. It's you know when we're talking about like uh, in the day that in day and age we're in, and obviously there is a lot of talk about um, sort of less armor being worn on female characters, and you know an emphasis on the boobs or the bum or whatever, like things like that. Yeah, it would be interesting to see whether would it be acceptable to do something like what like the Sims do. Or like when you're playing a wrestling game or a football game and you get to customise the character. Like where you've got little points when you, you you start playing Laura Croft and it like you can change the colour of her skin. You could change how big her boobs are to some extent. So it still looks like that traditional Laura Croft. But I don't know, I'm just talking out loud here. I'm thinking out loud and talking out loud. But you could make her boobs slightly bigger or slightly smaller you could make her have darker skin or lighter skin or whatever. And then, so it still looks like her. It's still like the general face that she's got or whatever, you know. But would that be something, I'm just thinking out loud here, and you're making some very unusual faces of like, I hate this idea. I don't think yeah, it's I'm, a bad idea. You I'm, just, you I'm unsure of the idea, that's all. Because for one, it's it's going gonna, it's gonna to be in the park of... Uh, 
like I think Cyberpunk is going to be a game that lets you do this. Where obviously the game's not out, out yet; it's coming out soonish. But you get to customize your character, blah blah blah. But it's first person, so you're doing all these customizations, and you don't actually see your character for, for other people. Well, sure, but in Lara Croft, it's typically a one-player game. So who's who are the other people? Cyberpunk. I'm not entirely sure if that's multiplayer or single player, but if it's single player, who are the other people? You're you're doing this for next to no reason. Like unless it's a case of they're planning to render every cutscene with your character, which would be far too much for most games to do currently. Like it would have to be an online kind of multiplayer game for that to really work. But you're right. Yeah, you're right. It just mm-hmm. doesn't really seem like a feasible thing. It isn't a feasible thing if it, like you say, if it's a first person and it's single player and you're generally not going to see it. That is pointless work to be yeah. putting into a game. But I think, like, I think as a general concept, if it works for that game, I think it's a good idea. Because it's like in movies where, you know, people talk about. I'm just bringing race into it because it's a hot topic at the moment. But people talk about, like, why can't, I don't know, Spider-Man be black or why can't, you know what I mean, like Batman and stuff like that. And vice versa, there could be a black character that you might want to play, you're white and you think, I want to play as him because I'm, you know, could, like, if a game, if it worked in the game mechanics and that you were going to see it and it was worth putting that effort in, that would be a cool thing to do, I think. I mean, yeah, sure, absolutely. It would be nice to, it's a bit like, um... A bit like Fallout in a way, where you customize your character, and it, yeah. it's not so much cutscenes that you're doing, but you do see your own character when it's interacting with others. Yeah, it's like that that kind of thing, but on a grander scale. But that grander scale is just hard to achieve. That's all. It it is hard to achieve, and I still think like for games like Lara Croft, where it is, you wouldn't have like a fully customizable character where you can like totally like buff out our cheeks, or you know what I mean. Like it would yeah. still need to look like that character or what the game create as imagined to some extent but i but i just think it would be a cool cool thing if it's you know if the game creators think it works for their game more should do it really same with the armor if you're female and you want to maybe have two tiers where you can have it look really um i don't like scantily clad sort of thing i don't know what else to say about it but or option two and it fully covers you like the male version and it's up to you which one you want to play, I guess, you know? Just give people the options, that's what I think. I mean, that's absolutely fair. It's, it's kind of neatly ties into this, actually. Uh, it's kind of what World of Warcraft is doing. It's what Blizzard is doing with Shadowlands, because we're getting a whole load more of customization options. Like, uh, rather than just being a human from wherever, like, which is, I think it's Elwyn Forest that they're called in the game, you can now just you can now have any version of human you want. They amazingly, there's more than just white people in the world. Who knew, right? So yeah, uh, Blizzard is now introducing options so you can, for one, you can have like facial scarring and you can have different eye colors, stuff like that. That's, you can control these things individually, which is fantastic. But more importantly, you can change your skin color. So you can be a black man, you can be a black woman, you can be an Asian man, you can be an Asian woman. Like they're adding. A whole load more customization. Like I, mm-hmm. I'm absolutely loving seeing all the new options. Like it, I don't tend. I I main horde personally. I very much prefer horde, but 
I am very much inclined to make more alliance characters now because there are just more options. Like, I can have so much more fun than just generic white guy number four. <laughs> yeah, 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 like, yeah. It's, it's Where pretty... the only thing you're able to change is the eye color. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Like, no, you can you can change the facial expressions and that which come with yeah. eye colors that change to like they maybe eye color you want, but it doesn't come with the face you want, which is a bit of a pain, but. They're letting yeah. you control each individual thing via a slider, which that's pretty cool. Some people are still not quite happy because they do want the sliders that lets you control body shapes as well. But I, I feel like that is far more work than Blizzard is willing to put in because that involves whole new character models as well for each mm-hmm. individual size. And like, yeah, we already have like you have the default kind of human. They're just default kind of human. But then there is a different version of a human, which is a much bigger, burlier version. Like that's that's two completely different races, as they're called. I think uh, the Kulturan humans—they're an allied race. Normal humans—they're just the normal race that came with the game in the first place. But ha- trying to find an in-between between uh, from this big burly guy to a normal-sized guy, like that's a whole load of extra work, which I don't think Blizzard's quite ready to do yet. Yeah, but but on the topic of WoW, uh, we are past four, so that means North America has had their in-game reset. So we now know things that are coming for the EU tomorrow. Yeah, tomorrow or later tonight, really. Uh, Namely, the preserved contaminants, the corruptions that you can buy, and uh, yeah, it is the start of a new rotation. There's fifty-two total, and we get six each time, so we're back to square one, thankfully. Which brings things such as Expedient 3, which is one I've been looking for for a long time. I think I'll be able to buy four of those tomorrow, so my my Warlock is going to have a very fun time after tomorrow. Uh, but there's also Twisted Appendage 3, which is it's okay. It's not really worth it, no one really uses it. There's Massful 2, which if you missed Massful 3, which I think was last week, then this is a decent enough backup. Strike Through 2... Hone Mind 1, no one really cares about those. And Ineffable Truth 1, which is... I think it's more important for healers, but uh, 1 is more efficient than 2, I believe. I don't know why that works, but that's how that is. Uh, so yeah, that's what's coming to the EU tomorrow, thankfully. I'm quite happy about that one myself, because I've been waiting for that for ages. But uh, yeah, other stuff going on in WoW. We had a... Chinese guild called Scary Maze doing just pushing the limits of the game essentially. Uh, so the final boss of the current raid tier, he on the hardest difficulty, on mythic difficulty, he has this mythic only phase where you have to go into this gateway, you get taken to a whole other area and you have to do some stuff there. Now Scary Maze managed to get to the point where they got the boss down to about 30% health, which is Good, so that's about normal, where that's kind of where you want to aim, which is still 108 million health, uh, which, and then you'd probably go into that mythic phase and do that stuff. But instead, uh, they lost their encounter resource, their sanity, which gives you a temporary DPS buff before you get mind controlled, and the encounter would basically end because there's no one left to fight. They're all on the same side as the boss. Um, that everyone went insane, and they blasted. 108 million health down to about how much? Well, 30% of its health down to about 2 point something. 
in just like uh, less than 30 seconds essentially which is actual insanity but yeah because usually the fight is about 12 minute fight and they shaved two minutes off by skipping an entire phase which is just madness and yams doesn't have any eggs in the chat which is very unfortunate very unfortunate indeed but uh that other is stuff unfortunate. Going, i'm sorry yeah. about that yeah no we need to get those those eggs man um other stuff going on in wow though method good old method the world first racers uh, the general winners of Mythic Dungeon Invitational uh, stuffs, uh, they have acquired... Oh, that's a subscription from Yams. Thank you very much, man. Found an egg. Found an egg. Fantastic. <laughs> uh, they they have acquired Wago.io, which is the repository for WeCores. These are kind of just additional little things you can add to the game. Like You have your UI, your base UI. You may want to get some extra things going so you can track things. It's, it's basically what everyone uses when it comes to raids. Just easier ways of tracking boss mechanics and things like that. It doesn't... I'm not entirely sure what it means. I don't think anyone really understands what it means. Like, Because apparently, I, I didn't know this, but Method also have a partnership with Bigwigs, who are a bod moss... Uh, sorry, a boss mod add-on. But there's also Bod, deadly boss Bodmos. mods. Is that like is that like Bodmas in maths? Is that what yeah, that is? Basically. But there's also <laughs> deadly deadly boss mods who have a partnership with one of the other world first racers, Limit, who actually won this current tier uh, this time around. I I don't really understand what these partnerships really entail, but something tells me there's going to be some kind of premium service that you pay for, which lets you have access to methods weak ores that they use in the world first race, which. People will absolutely make use of. They already do. Method do actually like, kind of not quite sell, but if you subscribe to Method, they will let you have their weak horrors. So they're basically just doing that on a grander scale. You pay the entirety of the company in order to get a hold of this information, which is, I mean, sure. I guess if you're going for World First or you're going for World 100, that's the kind of thing that's important. It doesn't really mean much to me, honestly. Um, yeah, we'll see. We'll see what that work that comes out. But I, I'm sure it's going to end up being absolutely nothing, to be honest. But it's just an unexpected move in my mind. I didn't really think, yeah, Method will buy an entire like community made thing that everyone uses. That's just out of the blue. Like, okay. Um. Other than that, uh, the only other thing I want to touch on with WoW in mind is the second last zone has now been added to the alpha. Uh, it's the second zone you actually play through when, the first time around. The first time around when you play Shadowlands, uh, you go through Bastion and then Maldraxxus, Ardenweald, and then Ravendreth, I believe, or Revendreth. Those are the four leveling zones, and then the final zone, the Moor, which is not available yet, that is the max level zone, which is where you're going to do... God only knows what we'll see. Odds are, the stream that was going to happen last week, they would have announced it there. But obviously that didn't happen. They rescheduled that uh, to show some solidarity with Black Lives Matter and all that. Uh, there's also no word on when that stream will actually come. So it could be in the next week. It could never happen. Hopefully it does happen, because... I'm still hoping that we hear a release date for the bloody expansion, because we still know nothing. Um, yeah, Maldraxxus has been added. It's very bony. 
There's lots of lore characters making a return, which I quite like. Like, uh, there's a raid boss that we killed back in Burning Crusade that is going to show up again uh, in this zone as a friendly character, which is interesting. It actually has two different interactions, whether or not you have killed her previously or if you haven't killed her, which I quite like. I, f I have a feeling, given that I didn't kill her when it was current content, but I did kill her when it, like, expansions later she's probably gonna say you remember me you killed me i hate you but um i mean we'll see that would we'll be see interesting yeah. It's a bit of a... <laughs> yeah a little bit uh i i do i do really like that different interactions depending on how you interacted with the person like one of the other characters coming back is one called kelthas who we've not only killed but we've killed twice <laughs> and we're meeting him a third time and I think he's actually a raid boss again, so we're killing him a third time. I, I, <laughs> he's a glutton for punishment, apparently. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> that's my that's my bit for World of Warcraft. Anyway, there's loads more still to come on the alpha. I'm looking forward to it. I'm very much looking forward to when the beta comes. Apparently, guilds who have uh, what I've heard, anyway, guilds who were top 500 will get beta access first. Now, I was in a guild that got a top 500 kill at the end boss. I'm not anymore, so I'm not entirely sure what that's going to be. But at the same time, my new guild is top 500, so maybe I'll just be at the tail end. Who knows? <laughs> um, but yeah. So... Other things that went on this week, I think we do want to have a touch on the PlayStation 5 conference, because it would be kind of silly not to mention it, really. Yeah. I think it happened, uh, was it either, was it that night? Or was it a couple of days after? It was the 11th, wasn't it? It was, yeah, I think it was a night or two after. Uh, it certainly wasn't that night, I don't think. Um, I can't remember, something was happening that night, but I can't remember at this point. Yeah. It it wasn't it wasn't the night that we recorded. No, I guess not. So yeah, I guess it was a couple of nights after. Um, yeah, yeah. I'd, so my initial five. like roundup is. Um, has it made me want a PS Five? Yes. So it's done its job. To yeah, me. That's fair. Um, obviously drilling down into the detail as we will a bit more over the over the talking about it but yes it's made me want a ps5 so and that's as somebody who really doesn't want to be buying consoles in the future because pc gamer generally speaking always have been i've had consoles in the past i've had playstation 2 i've had gamecube you know xbox 360 but yeah. i've always had my pc always bought games for my pc and i'd like to continue to build up my PC collection without having to dilute it or something and buy something for a for a PlayStation or an Xbox instead. So I'm one of these people that goes into it thinking I don't actually want to spend money on a console. But I've, yeah. I've come away wanting it. So I think job well done to PlayStation and Sony. I mean, yeah, I, I've not had a console since the 360, which I, I sold mine a few years ago anyway. Like... It, it kind of it does bother me that we can't have all games just available. Like, sure, 
have the have have the separation of between Xbox, PlayStation, Nintendo, but I don't see why these games can't also be available on PC. It it makes sense. Xbox does have some games available on PC, but it doesn't make sense that it it only has some games available on PC. They're both Microsoft properties. There's no reason everything on the Xbox shouldn't be available on a PC. But yeah, PlayStation, because of all the exclusives and that, I do want to have one as well. I, I Sure, it looks a bit weird. It looks like God, you, all the memes on the internet, if you've not seen them already, then I don't know where you've been. <laughs> uh, like, yeah, I absolutely do want one because I want to play these exclusives. Like, they announced the sequel to Horizon Zero Dawn. I think the second one is uh, it's Horizon 2 Forbidden West. Ah, I'll just scroll down a little bit. It's right there. Uh, Horizon Forbidden West. It's like, I really, really want to play Horizon Zero Dawn. And I, I think you said last time it is coming to PC. Yeah, it is. But, yeah. and But odds are it's probably going to be full price, like £40 game, which... Frankly, at this point, for a game that's how old? A few years old. Three years or something, I think. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, don't really want to pay £40 for that. I'm not going to. And that that's what I was saying last week, I think, is I will play through it, but it depend if it's £40 or £50 on the PC when it first comes out, not a chance I'm paying that. I'll just buy it like new or used yeah. for the PS4 because I've got one, luckily. Um, yeah. But it it looked amazing, that, that trailer. It it, it, it it was the best trailer of the whole um, event, in my opinion. I mean, the, the Spider-Man one wasn't too bad either. It, yeah. There was, there was some confusion about the Spider-Man game, uh, Spider-Man Miles Morales, which goes back to what we were talking about, actually, with uh, playing as a black character for once. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, it, there, was, there was confusion about this because I think Sony uh, was implying it was like an expansion to the current game. But it's been clarified now that this is going to be a standalone game. It's going to be its own thing. So you don't need to... Mm -hmm. Well, it's maybe a bad thing you don't have to own the previous Spider game to have it. Spider-Man game. But it's much better to be treating this as its own thing rather than just an an extra for an existing game. Definitely. It's a whole different perception in people's minds as well. Yeah. I I did enjoy it. I I I did I did like the look of it. There's not many games that I really cared for when it came to it, but Horizon and Spider-Man, I'm quite keen on that, especially since from what I've heard with the Spider-Man game that did come out on PlayStation 4, they finally cracked that code for swinging through the world. Like I've I've not experienced it as well as I ever have since Spider-Man 2 on my PlayStation 2, I think it was potentially anyway like mm-hmm. i've not really had a good experience of playing a spider-man game since then like i think we had spider-man 3 on the playstation 3 which was felt off but i didn't own that one but yeah it, it, it's it's really good that they have finally managed to crack that code and that they are now giving us a character that is a black main character because you really don't see many if any mm-hmm. in yeah. any games it's been pointed out many times that there's just very little black representations in these things. In games, yeah, definitely. Definitely. Yeah. Uh, other games that came out, we have... Well, Gran Turismo looks fantastic. These racing games, they always look fantastic. Like I can't remember what the game is 
that has that lets you kind of just race over the entirety of America, pretty much. Uh, I watched Funhouse play it the other day. I can't remember the name. Like that looks fantastic. Gran Turismo Seven also looks fantastic. But as as other people did say, other people's other people did say when they were talking about the PlayStation Five. No game really actually gave a good enough demonstration of what the PlayStation 5 is capable of besides Ratchet and Clank. This game, because the whole the whole thing about the PlayStation 5, right, is that loading times are minimal, if any. Ratchet and Clank was the only thing to actually show this, because you'd open up a rift, you'd go through it, you'd go to a whole new world that was the hidden loading screens. Like, you could tell there was something off going in between the transitions, like something was kind of amiss, but that was the loading. Usually you'd come up with a loading screen or something would happen, like your game would freeze while it's loading. This was the only thing to actually demonstrate that loading time in action, where it's just, Mm -hmm. you go through the rift, brief kind of like cutscene, pre-rendered thing, you fall, you go through another rift, another uh, rendering, and then you're in a new world. Like, not even a second for each, I'd say. No, it was, it was really, really smooth. And that's one of the most exciting things about the future of of gaming in general is the sheer lack of loading screens. I mean, I don't hate loading screens, but... No, I'm not bothered by them, it, but it's some sure of them it would are be quite nice long, to have though. less of them. <laughs> oh, I yeah. remember playing through, like, Fable 2, and sometimes you were waiting a good minute to... On the Xbox 360, mm. for I mean, think of um, GTA 5. Just loading into the world, it takes forever if yeah. it even does it. It's yeah. a bit of a pain. That would be interesting to see how it uh, d- differs on the on the PS5 version, because obviously that was what they led with. The... Yeah, the, weirdly they led with GTA 5, a game which is a decade old, <laughs> I think. It's is very it old. old. It cannot be a decade old. Not a chance. How and if it is, is like wow, it is very old though. Again. It's almost a. De- it's two thousand thirteen. Se- yeah, seven years. Yeah, wow. It is wow, almost it? a decade, and they led with that for the PlayStation Five. Mm-hmm. Surprisingly, actually, no mention at all of a Call of Duty title, which I think there is good reason for that. Uh, from what I was reading, I did have it open, but I must have closed it. Um, I think it was Sledgehammer Games and Raven. I think those were the studios that were working on the next Call of Duty game. It was going to be set in the Cold War, but there were some delays. There was like a studio leaving or something that, that caused loads of delays. And essentially what's happened is Treyarch stepped up to take over and we may be getting Black Ops 5 this year instead of next year. Which <laughs> could be a bad thing because it tends to be there's about three there's three different versions of call of duty and they kind of rotate so this year it should have been whatever that cold war one was and then next year it should be black ops it's maybe not going to work out in their favor having it jump a year ahead of schedule yeah maybe it will but i i think that's maybe why we didn't see any announcement of call of duty because they do have a partnership with sony like they used to have the partnership with uh, microsoft where they get the DLC first, but now it's with Sony yeah. for the PlayStation, but not a single mention of the game at all, which is kind of surprising. It is surprising. Um, luckily for Call of Duty, they're one of these games that it doesn't matter when they release it or how how it looks or whatever, it, people will buy it. It's like FIFA. 
it's one of them franchises, isn't it, where people just go, yeah, I'm buying it because if I don't, all of my mates are going to have switched to that multiplayer and yeah, that I'm going to have to buy it. And also, because generally speaking, they have a, an acceptable single player and stuff as well, you know, it's not boring. It's a good it's a I good playthrough. I, I, I don't get the appeal of FIFA. Like, I stopped playing FIFA games a long time ago because it's just, in the end, it's always just the same game. It is, and they're just they're just the the new um, stats and the new new character players and new players. Yeah, that's what, not characters. They they are real people, just in a <laughs> game. Uh, but I mean, I guess the same argument could be made for things like Call of Duty, which, in fairness, I actually would agree with those arguments. In the end, they do tend to be the same kind of game. Like, mm-hmm. I've never been fond of Black Ops, for instance. Uh, originally, when it was coming out, I was playing on the Xbox 360, so I had that controller vibration feedback and playing black ops games shooting or it's no playing Treyarch games actually because it started with world of war mm-hmm. shooting my guns the feedback it just felt bad it felt so weak it didn't feel impactful whereas I agree. infinity ward i love those games like i, I totally agree. there was Warfare a modern huge Warfare 2, fantastic exactly there was a huge gap between i didn't look forward to the Treyarch game when it came out it was like infinity ward was like oh my god get in like this looks amazing i really enjoyed world at war if i'm being totally honest the single player i did actually really enjoy that game as a single player i hated the multiplayer and black ops i hated i like a lot of people do like it a lot of people these days are saying that they're really good games but i just think yeah when you were comparing it to modern warfare modern warfare 2 3 whatever it was it it just felt an inferior product yeah i get that i do get that I, yeah, but it's, PlayStation Five, yeah, <laughs> I guess. Rather PlayStation than PlayStation Five, anyway. Obviously, sidetracked because Call of Duty wasn't anywhere to be seen. Um, but I, I don't know much about Demon Souls. I th- that is a game that's existed previously, right? Oh, it's the Demon Souls remake. Sorry, I've seen that right there. Okay, well, I again, I still have no idea what Demon Souls. Do you have anything about any idea about Demon Souls? No. Nah. No. Okay. Well, it's a remake of something, anyway, uh, of an existing game. I've got no idea. Maybe should have done more research into it beforehand, but oh well. Uh, just the thing is, when you don't play on a PlayStation, you don't play most of these games. You don't really tend to have any idea what they're on about. Like, sure, I play loads of games, but at the same time, there's only so many games I do play. Yeah, Death like Death Loop looked kind of interesting. I didn't really grasp what was going on. I guess it's a, a bit like a, a Groundhog Day, but in a game. Kind of thing, mm. from what I could tell, anyway. Uh, a new basketball game, NBA Two K Twenty One. Kind of makes you wonder why they're bothering with the Two K part. To be honest, actually, ever since we got past Two K Ten, it why? Because I actually think that lost its that lost its appeal around two thousand and five. Anyway, I don't think anybody used it in Two K. Nobody said Two K Nine, did they? Apart from maybe the NBA games. I think the game, well, I think the game that Dan and I liked was NBA 2K6 or 2K7. But yeah, that's about like, I, I, I'm just more nitpicking the naming convention. That's all. No, I, I am. And I'm saying that even outside of the gaming world, people stopped using 2K. Well, like, well yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, it was people, a, anyway. People tried to do it for 2K10, right? But it was like, mm. why not just say 2010? <laughs> yeah. It's... Yeah, at this point, I mean, like, 2K21, 
you're just substituting the zero for a K. Like, okay, whatever. Uh, I it's more syllables. This. It's, yeah, it? well, no. well, it's about it's the same, isn't it? Z- zero is two K twenty one twenty twenty one. Yeah, it's the same, I guess. But oh, I see, that's what you mean. Okay, yeah, that's yeah. Right. Um, yeah, I am kind of curious about this though. GTA Online will, well, will GTA Online be free for PS Five owners? What do you have to pay a subscription to play multiplayer on PlayStation? Like you used to, or no, you still do, I think, for Xbox. Actually, is there a subscription fee for that? There's PlayStation Plus still, yeah. Like, yeah, there's. But so you have to have PlayStation Plus to play online. Yeah, I think so. Most games. I hate that. I don't know why anyone still uses that. It's it's. I hate. Because they introduced it with the PlayStation Four, didn't they? Because PS Three was free, I believe. Um, I know PlayStation Plus existed, but I'm sure at one point I remember being an Xbox owner and being jealous of the fact that PS Three had some free online experience that we didn't. Yeah. That that is true. I do. I had that same experience. I don't know. So they introduced it with PS4, I think. Yeah, I think so. That does sound about right. But um, yeah, I'm not sure. One thing I wanted to talk about was uh, the the uh, I don't know how to pronounce it. Kena, 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 Bridge of Spirits. The one that looked uh, really like Pixar early sort of thing. Um, I'll see if I can find it. It was beautiful. Like, although it was cartoony, it was really... Oh, that one. Right. That, yeah. yeah. That one, yeah. Okay, yeah, no, I, I I remember. So that's an indie game. Um, and it's... it's <laughs> I think it's not been made by many people. You know, like, the people working there. And it just looks incredible, I think. The world looks really good. Although it's, yeah, it's very, very... It, it did look very pretty, yeah. My... <laughs> Well, I have two concerns about it. Well, not concerns. I have two things. One concern and one just gripe. Because it seems to be a thing with most indie games, honestly. We're making a game that's a journey of... of uh, what was it? It's a journey of growth and a journey of like making yourself better. I can't remember exactly what the words is, were. I said it in Discord the other day, but I don't want to bring it up on the stream. But it feels like every indie game development developers, like they all seem to say, "Oh, this is a journey of personal growth and whatever." Like, yeah, okay. it's getting a bit old. <laughs> and my worry, standard. yeah, it's just their go-to. They're just buzzwords for everyone. Uh, <laughs> like people talking about the internet, and they have no idea. We want the hits. Uh, we want the clicks. Buzzwords. <laughs> um, <laughs> But my other, my issue with Kina, or Kena, however you say it, Bridge of Spirits, they announced it at a time where we have a lot of, a lot of, uh, a lot of shit happening in the world. And it looks like in the game, you create these little black fluffy things that follow you around and do your bidding. Uh, anyone else see the problem here? <laughs> <laughs> Wow, it's. I mean, surely I'm not the only one that's kind of sees a bit of an issue there. Like maybe, I, maybe I didn't I'm, see an issue there, but now that you've brought it up, um, I, okay. I don't know. Uh, I want to. Hopefully, nobody sees an issue there. I mean, maybe I'm misinterpreting something, but from what I could see, it did seem a little bit. 
iffy. I don't know. Like, <laughs> it's something just seemed off. Maybe I'm imagining this. Maybe I'm a racist for thinking it. <laughs> I don't know. But in my head, I'm just thinking this is maybe not the best time to have announced it. But at the same time, I've not heard any backlash about it either. So maybe no one actually does care. Maybe this is just me in my head. I don't know. But that game I does I look... I hope nobody cares. I, I, it, yeah. it's It was a design choice. And obviously they couldn't have predicted world events. But yeah. Maybe a little tone deaf. Deaf. Who knows? Other things, though. Obviously, Sony had to continue with their uh, favorite IP of Sackboy. I'm not entirely sure what a big adventure is. I think it's just another big adventure. I don't know. It looks like it does have a co-op, though. I think it actually had up to a four-player co-op, which I don't know if that's a big thing, really. But I'm sure. Sounds good. Messy. Uh, <laughs> messy? Potentially. Yeah, maybe. Uh, it's it's one of those games where it's like it's chaos, but it's good chaos because you're doing it with friends. That's the second time in a row in podcasts we've said good chaos. It's it's I know it become is. a little I'm... catchphrase of ours now. We this is gonna be this is gonna be a thing. Every every episode we're gonna have to bring up something that's got some good chaos yep. about it. <laughs> Hope, hopefully this this podcast is um good chaos. Hopefully. I mean, with some more people, it certainly would be good fun. But right now, it's just us having a conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, but we also have Hitman 3, which I believe is the final installment of the franchise. Which that is kind of surprising to me, because I think it was... I think it was a remake in the first place, or or at least a, a restart to the franchise. I think there's an actual word I was looking for there, but I couldn't think of it. Um, I, th- I think that's what it was anyway, but I've never been one to play the Hitman games, but I did like the ideas from the last one where with the multiplayer, you have the two... I think it's only a two-player multiplayer, but you're both racing to assassinate the same person and you can sabotage the other the other person because you're not in the same world. You're in different worlds, but you can affect things in the other person's world. So I think you had... I think it was called a ghost coin that you could uh, create a noise with to try and lure like uh, security over to. Uh, to the other person as they're trying to do their do their thing so it's kind of kind of a nice idea just having that kind of interaction mm-hmm. and sabotage going on but it's awesome yeah I, I maybe maybe i'll pick up hitman more likely i'll just watch other people playing it i don't uh, think it's a game i'll pick up no i mean it's it's for me it kind of it kind of falls into the category of assassin's creed in a way where I, I mainly liked Assassin's Creed for the attempting to be stealthy and assassination, uh, assassinating targets, which is what I will try and do. I don't much care for the go in, chaos, kill everything, do your mm-hmm. job. I do much prefer the stealthy side of it if I can get away with it. So Hitman probably is a good game for me to play, but it, I, I've never really got around to playing it myself. Um, but some of the other games that were announced, we have Ghostwire Tokyo, which I've got no idea. I may have actually skipped through watching this one because I wasn't watching it live. I did skip through a bunch, so I absolutely missed some things. But, uh, I mean, did you pick up much from Ghostwire Tokyo? No, but uh, it is something that I want to look into more because it looks really good, and it's by the guy that makes Resident Evil, I think, and Evil Within and things. 
Oh, so, really? Okay. Yeah, so um, it should be really good. I need to look into it more because it is probably my type of game. Uh, when I was watching that reveal, actually, I was uh, I was kind of in a call to uh, with with Dan and Marty about the game. Obviously, we're making so it. Right. I was I was watching it. Certain videos I certainly watched more than others. That is one that I I didn't get. I didn't pay enough attention to, unfortunately. So I don't have much to say on it. But I need to I need to go back and look into it a bit more because it's. I think it'll be the game. One of the games that I do get. So fair enough. Let's just see if there's any more word on what it is. Um. Uh... First-person spellcasting game where players use magic to fight demonic spirits. Okay. Sounds curious. It does look pretty. Mm-hmm. Obviously, people who are just listening, you can't see you can't see what we're seeing. But in a in in a PlayStation 5 conference where most things should be really displaying how things will look and how things will load, it does look very good. It kind of it kind of gives me some Mirror's Edge vibes, actually. That screenshot, definitely, like a a darker a darker Mirror's Edge kind of thing. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, if I were to pick it up, I certainly wouldn't have an issue giving it a go. Might be fun, who knows? Yeah. Uh, we also have uh, also since you mentioned it's by the same guy that uh, does Resident Evil. That I believe is so. Also, yeah. one of the games coming, Resident yeah. Evil Eight. Yeah, Resident Evil 8, Village Revealed. Uh, again, I kind of skipped through that. I've, I've never been one for the Resident Evil games. I've only played a hand, like, three of them, but I've enjoyed them when I've played them. But I haven't, like, it's not something I've religiously picked up as well, so... I'm, I'm um... not too keen on horror games. <laughs> like, I think you gave me uh, uh, Five Nights at Freddy's, like, most of the games anyway actually i think you gave me most of them and i've never really gone back to try and finish the first one and i'm not particularly inclined to go back to play the others <laughs> so mm. just i don't deal well with horror games not not too well anyway neither do i to be honest but i do like them fair enough uh otherwise we have godfall i'm not entirely sure what this is i don't think i saw this one during the conference is this some kind of take on God of War? Did you pay attention to this one at all? I didn't. No. It it looks good though. It seems like it might be a bit of a God of War type of thing, but without being God of War. No idea. But it I'm looks really sure. good. God of War is another game I've not really played, so I'm hardly one to talk. It may have maybe It's a PlayStation exclusive different. as well, isn't it? Sorry? It's a PlayStation exclusive as well, isn't it? Well, Godfall. No, God of War. Or God of War, yeah, I think that's a PlayStation yeah, that's, exclusive. Yeah, that's another reason I've never played it. Yeah, because I've not on a I've not on a PlayStation since the PlayStation Two. So there you go. It it's yeah. it yeah it does seem like it would be kind of like a a bit like a Devil May Cry kind of thing, a bit of a Bloodborne type of thing. Maybe not as difficult as that though, and potentially a bit like God of War, but I not one I've played, so I don't really have any anything to talk about there. Uh, same with Pragmata, with, uh, which is a game from Capcom. No idea. Haven't a clue. <laughs> I'm curious what this might be. It so far, I'm getting the vibes of um, the Division. I'm getting some vibes of the Division, but now I'm not entirely sure what's happening. Now I'm getting a bit of Death Stranding, so I'm not entirely sure what this is. Oh, this is the one with the weird hologram cat. Okay. 
Yeah, I've got no idea what's going on with this one. I do remember watching this now. The hologram cat is mainly what sticks in my head. Haven't a clue what's going on. Like, if you're watching this, you're seeing what I'm seeing, and it's very confusing. So, <laughs> who knows? I guess we need better research in future, but also just pay more attention. That would certainly help me. Now they're on the moon. As you do. <laughs> I think with all these events is I usually watch them and go, oh yeah, I'm, I, I, that looks really good. Like I'll play that. And then, yeah, just yeah, and I end up buying like two games out of the whole, <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Out of exclusives and stuff because in, in the rest of them sort of get a bit lost. Um, Fair enough. Did Odd you ever play... Nah, I didn't, but it's. Odd I've World, heard good no. things about it. I've never played Odd World I've, either. I've seen, I've seen Odd World all over the place, but I've never played it myself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But for anyone that is that is interested in the Odd World series, Odd World Soulstorm has also been announced for the PlayStation Five. Uh, now, what really gave me Death Stranding vibes actually was this Returnal. Yeah. N- Again, not entirely sure what on earth it's about. I could not keep track. But it was absolutely giving me some Death Stranding vibes. That destruction sure all stars underneath is. Yeah, well, I'll get to that in a sec. It 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 does look quite interesting. It kind of it looks like a game that's currently available on Steam. Uh, oh, what's it called? Wreckfest, where you're just driving around on a small map, destroying cars, trying to trying to win. Like it kind of looks like that. But this I, this I, Returnal is when I was watching the stream. It was the very first one that I sort of looked at and thought, it looks real. You know, like the faces, the graphics of the faces. Because when when you think back to like the PlayStation 4, when you think back to the PlayStation 3 and the Xbox and things, and most reveal events or, you know, uh, E3 and different things like that, people used, or game developers and publishers and things, used to put a lot of emphasis on, like, look at how amazing our graphics look now and look at how realistic the faces are. You know, especially the PlayStation 4 event, I remember that. And I remember there being a lot of, like, close-ups of eyes and faces and lips and things like that. And you saw them, wow, like, like, it's incredible how far we've come. This was the first time where I watched a reveal or an event and thought, there hasn't been much emphasis put on that. And it's because the whole landscape's changing of what people desire in a game and it's not necessarily realistic graphics anymore although that is still you know people still want that people still want better graphics it's just that the realism factor has certainly that the emphasis on the realism has gone i felt and this was the first trailer while watching that i thought they've put a lot of effort and emphasis on that how realistic the characters look that's fair it's I I I I just struggle to keep track with some of these things. Like I, I I've got no idea. To me, it just looked like some kind of crossover of Death Stranding. It looks like some kind of weird thing. I'm sure other people will love it, but it's not for me. But I do. It's not for me. I do like the graphics. I I I am glad the PS5 is having some really decent showcases of graphics, and I do hope. That a lot of these things are not just pre-rendered because that's usually what it is in the end. In mm. the past, with previous things, it's like, look at our amazing graphics. This is all in-game, but it's like it's it's in-game it's pre-rendered. It's never yeah. actually what you experience as a player. Yeah. But from the looks of things with the PlayStation Five, 
granted, more often than not, especially with in the case of uh, Returnal, it looks like all these uh, higher res parts are pre-rendered, because there was some gameplay and it's third person. You're viewing from behind. You're shooting things. You're not actually going to see a lot of the fa the character's face. You're not going to see a lot of the expressions beyond a cutscene. So, yeah, yeah, it's it's a lot of high, a lot more high quality than we're used to. Obviously, like that's that's to be expected when it comes to a new console. Like next time around, we'll probably be thinking the PlayStation Five was nothing in comparison to the PlayStation Six, but. Yeah, it, until until they give me some really good faces that weren't pre-rendered, really, like in a pre-rendered cutscene, I I don't know. I think I'll hold some judgment on that, to be honest. But uh, yeah, Destruction All Stars. I'm kind of confused here because I could have sworn they were in cars last time I saw a picture here, but now I'm seeing people. No, there was well, no, there was there was a, there was a whole mixture during the trailer. Um, so there was a lot of like dancing of the characters, kind of like Fortnite esque sort of. Um, it looked very, okay. it looked like a cross between Rocket League and Fortnite to me, it, like a complete cross. So, it is Rocket League on steroids or whatever, as some people have said. <laughs> like it Sorry. is like that is literally. That's obviously it's you know it. what it, you know what it is as well. What I said, it's uh, like robot wars. Okay. Because yeah. they've got like blades on the front of the cars, and like you're trying to destroy I each see. other. Okay, so it's not quite like Wreckfest. Like I say, Wreckfest that was still a race. You can go around destroying other people's cars, but that was still a race. Yeah. This is just this is like destroy focused rather than. Remember, remember that favorite term of ours. This yeah, is some it's, good, it's fun chaos. Good chaos. Good chaos. Yeah. <laughs> I would. I. I'm quite enjoying watching this again. Actually, I didn't pay enough attention originally, because that's why I thought. It, like, I pay. I saw the cars, and that's all I really paid attention to. But it seems like there's a whole lot more to that. It's a yeah. I'm trying to think of games that it could be like, but on a, just a grander scale. Because, yeah, you have these, you have your own cars. It looks like you get to customize your own cars. But it looks like if you lose your car, you're not quite out. You're still playing as a player who can then sabotage other people's cars. That's the way, that's the way it looks like to me. I haven't got a clue. That must be really difficult, the speed and stuff, though. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, I I mean what the hell? surely, maybe, maybe they're just different modes. Because, you know, GTA V has, uh, you got these different modes where it's like insurgents, which are an armored vehicle versus rocket launchers, where mm. you have people who are not in vehicles but have rocket launchers trying to blow up insurgents, yeah. and that takes multiple rockets to do that. It's good fun. It's good chaos. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, it, it's maybe maybe taking that kind of idea but just putting it into its own game from the looks of it. Yeah, potentially. I like it. It, looks, anyway. it looks good. It looks good. I didn't think it I'd does. like it. I thought, like, as soon as I seen the Fortnite characters doing stupid dances, I was like, oh, fuck. You know what I mean? But, like, it actually looks good. Fair enough. Yeah, no, it's... it's If it's a PlayStation exclusive, I'll be a bit gutted. But we'll see what happens later down the line, I guess. As for this, though, Project Athena... Uh, Athea, sorry. Something from Square Enix. And Luminous. It kind of... Ooh, you have spell powers. 
and all sorts of great. weird stuff. It looks great. It looks really good. What was that good. game? It's kind of giving me some vibes from The Last Guardian. Where you just had these giant kind of mythological kind of creatures going on. And you're just running around the world. Granted, in this, you seem to have some magic powers, but... It's, it is giving me some Last Guardian vibes. It does look very nice, though. It's like I'd love, I'd love to see some actual gameplay. Or something. Yeah. I've, well, I haven't played The Witcher myself. I think I do own it, but I haven't played it. I, but I, 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 can, I can see where that's coming from. Working title, though, apparently. So it's not actually going to be called Project Athia in the end. I think they ought to leave it as Project Athia. Or even just call it Athia. Who knows? Yeah. I'm curious. I'm very curious to see some actual gameplay. Is it not going to be Project Athia and then something else? <laughs> after well, it? The subtitles, working title. <laughs> like, <laughs> like Project Athia. Horizon Zero new, Dawn. New Dawn. This is Project Athia. <laughs> <laughs> working title. No, this, this it's just a temporary title. Like you know how uh, I think Xbox Series X was referred to as Project Scarlet. Yeah. No, I, I get that. I, I get that. I just wasn't. I get, I get that like project. Yeah. I, I do understand. It's it's just Project Athia. Like it, I think that is a deep, very good name to use. Like you probably just stick with Athia, honestly. But designed exclusively for PlayStation Five, that's disappointing. But I'm not surprised. It's <sighs> we're gonna have to get a PlayStation Five, Chris. We are really gonna have to get a PlayStation Five so we can get to actually fully experience all these games. There's there's so many good games, I want to play them. I agree. We're going to have to both just like just bite the bullet and yeah. you know. Um, Tell you what, and we'll have to the, rename this to the to the Good Chaos podcast. The Good Chaos. Uh, yeah. Nah. <laughs> A free cast. <laughs> Join for some Good Chaos. Um, nah. I, I'll tell you what though, to those watching, we're going to we're going to open up a donation drive so you can donate to us and be able to buy PlayStation 5s. No, yeah. we're not doing that. <laughs> we're not doing that. Don't worry. You keep your money to yourselves. By all means, give us a subscription. That's fantastic. But no, you keep your money to yourselves. <laughs> uh, I don't think there's many more things going on. I was kind of curious about this Goodbye Volcano High. I'll get I'll get to it in a bit. There's a... Oh, wow. There's actually a few more games. I was not paying attention, apparently. Uh, I must have skipped through a few things, but um, I am kind—I'm kind of curious about Stray, which looks like you're looks like a game based around you playing as a cat, which is uh, interesting. I remember watching this trailer actually. I didn't pick up it was a game based on you playing as a cat. I didn't actually pay attention to anything really. I'm now what I'm now focusing more on the cat, and I'm seeing what was actually what I was missing, really. I was more focused on all these robots going around. Like, there's no humans, you only have robots, and then there's a cat. Yeah. But, yeah, no, you seem to... You, as the player, are the cat, which is interesting. I'm actually very curious, because what we're watching is just the cat kind of exploring. I'm curious if this is... If that would be, like, how the gameplay looks as you're doing it. Like, what was the... Uh, what was the game called? There's a game that is available now where you play as a weird little... I think you play as a, as a little girl, I think. Subject to interpretation, at least. You play as a little character, anyway. But you're walking around, interacting with objects, set, getting through puzzles, 
avoiding these giant gluttonous beings. I can't, I don't remember what the game is. I don't know if this is ringing any bells for you, but no, nope. this this game strays kind of give me some vibes of that, and I would actually be very curious if it's like that. You are playing as a cat, just trying to navigate the world, getting through puzzles, avoiding these robots for whatever reason. Although they seem to be passive enough, but maybe you're just exploring. It does look quite interesting. Want to keep an eye on to see exactly what the aim of the game is and stuff and the story. Want to keep an eye on. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. It's got nice graphics. Interesting. Yeah. I'm very curious about that one. It's going to annoy me that I can't remember the name of the other thing, but we'll see Stray in 2021, apparently. And obviously PlayStation exclusive. This is going to end us, Chris. All these PlayStation exclusives. I know. That's like that's what I'm saying, though. Like That is why I want to buy a PlayStation 5. If they didn't yeah. have exclusives, there was not a chance I would be buying it. So, Yeah. Because if, if there's a game that comes out on the PlayStation 5 and the PC at the same time, or like within a few months of each other or whatever, I'm not buying it on PS5 because I'm PC. So, yeah, simple as that. In the end, I in the end, it's it will be a case of because there's so there's even if some of these games aren't going to end up being a PlayStation exclusive, there are so many games that are like the Horizon series. Like, sure, the first game is finally coming to PC, but at the same time, I I'm not really one to wait. Like, yeah, right now because I don't own a PlayStation, for instance, or even any console. I currently cannot play Crash Team Racing, which is a game I have been waiting for yeah, forever. Like, as soon as they announced the Crash Trilogy remake, I was like, please let there be a CTR. I would also love Crash Bash, the party game. I would love to see these back. And lo and behold, CTR comes, and I'm sure Crash Bash will also come too. But it's not available yet on PC, as far as I know. I'm sure yeah. it should be soon, though. I want to have a quick look, but uh, as I'm doing that, the next game I'm down on the list is Goodbye Volcano High, which not too sure what to make of this. It looks like some kind of story adventure about uh, some kind of hellish school, like literally kind of hellish school, because it's all just like mythological creatures from the look of it. I'm curious, but I can't say I'm interested. They're like, dinosaurs, are they? Yeah, it looks like they're dinosaurs. But, I don't know. It, it's something just... It's something weird about it, anyway. That's that's all I can say for sure. Dinosaurs with microwaves. What? There was, a, there was somebody cooking on a microwave before. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was not looking at that time. <laughs> As you just baffled me, but then you have that there where they're in a band apparently. So I don't know. I guess you're playing as some kind of dinosaur high school student. I'm I am curious for more details, but like I say, I can't say I'm interested in playing it. Uh, I mean, right now it looks like a um, cartoon or anime or something, rather than it being a game. It just, yeah, like, I didn't see many game aspects to that. It looked it was looked like all cutscenes or something. Well, but... that's that's why I think it's maybe one of those kind of story based games where yeah. you're not really doing much interaction in the end. Yeah. Uh, 
Let's see. In, in regards to CTR, it's actually coming up to a year since it came out for consoles. So if it was following the same pattern of the previous call, uh, Crash games, it should be available on PC in just four days, actually. Probably a bit later than that, but I don't see any mention of it, which is disappointing. But uh, there you go. Nice. Uh, what else do we have? Jet, the far shore. I remember watching this, actually. I didn't pay nearly enough attention to it. I don't really want to play the sound. Because uh, I remember watching this, like... I was just watching it, kind of more enamored by the rocket ship just going off into the air. I would love more details, because... There's something else going on, obviously, but you just really don't have anything. I, I don't know what to make of it, but I'm curious. I'm very curious about it. Because I think... Uh, yeah, this is the bit now. For those who may be watching the, the VOD on YouTube, this is the part that just really had me. Like, We are now just watching a rocket ship go off into space. Like At the time, I was thinking, is this like... You go to a new planet and you settle a new home, kind of like, kind of like No Man's Sky in a way, but with a bit more in depth, or Astroneer, but a bit more in depth. Like I'm, I'm very curious. I would love more information, but currently there's just not much, which is funny considering the release date is holiday 2020. It's coming out this year, because now we're watching a, a space station push away from the planet. We'll call it Planet Earth. I need more information because I'm so curious about this. It does look like you're settling new homes on other planets. But it's just, for me, there's just not enough information and I need more information. I want to know more. Because anytime it comes to space, I mean, count me in. I love space. I love space travel. I, I love it. Space is just fantastic. I don't know about you. Maybe you don't feel the same about space as I do, but I, as, as one of the best characters in games has once said, space. Space. <laughs> I, I I don't get that's, that's a cheeky know, port two reference. Really <laughs> get a hard on over space if I'm totally honest. That's fair. I mean, it's it's a bit like uh, it, this is space. It's. To me, right now, space is the greatest unknown. Not not to try, not to be too cliche, but it is the great unknown. We we know nothing about space. Any kind of chance to imagine exploring what is above us right now, it's, I love it. Yeah, I really do. I'm definitely it. excited by like the the actual like launches and stuff, like real life. But in terms of it being like a, a genre or theme of game that I've played I've never been excited by the games but I totally understand that like being able to explore the unknown and stuff is it is exciting there are certain games that I've enjoyed you know but it's never excited me it's not like I would never dig it out and go oh my god like for me that's anyway it's like that's that's the main reason I picked up No Man's Sky because space yeah along with like the supposedly procedurally generated worlds and all that didn't really plan out that way, did it? But I sh I want to go back to the game because the things that they've changed in it, it it's it's gone a bit past what we were expecting to get in the first place. Like you now have 
I mean, you now have character models. You can actually see your characters and you can interact with others. Obviously, multiplayer was meant to be there in the first place, but it wasn't. But just, yeah, I I want to go back to No Man's Sky because it's, it's space, man. Mm. <laughs> I'm maybe not as enthusiastic about space as some others, but I'm still quite enthusiastic about space all the same. Because it's space, man. It's space. <laughs> the only space that I really enjoy is my own space and people who give me my own space. <laughs> that is fair. I I am very much one who loves his own space. But if you gave me the opportunity to travel space, granted maybe by myself, or at least with other people who give me my space in space, I'm I'm up for that. <laughs> and there's plenty of space in space, so there should be Just no worries. Although, obviously, if you're thinking about it in a ship, you, there's, there's not much space in a rocket ship in space, but that doesn't matter. <laughs> so uh, we only have three games left to have a look at, and I don't really recognize any of them. But starting off the final three, we have Solar Ash. Did you see much about this one? Nope. It's a new game from Hyperlight Drifter, developer Solar Ash. Uh, it was shown off with a 2021 release window. Doesn't really tell us much, honestly. Right now, what we're watching is a character stood on a, on a ship, threw a lasso around a rock, and is now surfing, or skating, sorry, through a black hole. A little bit baffled. It's not and my now, type of game, I've got to be honest. Yeah, no, it doesn't seem like my type of game either. Now there's just a giant entity, and now the person's been blasted back through the wormhole, and God only knows what's happening. The void is calling, apparently. It it's most like a one another kind of puzzle platformer type of thing, which is fair enough. Some people do like that. I do enjoy some puzzle games, but I can't say I'm too interested in this. It does seem fast-paced, though, which is quite nice. You build up enough speed and you start skating around the world. Yeah. I approve I approve of that much. But, yeah, I can't say it's particularly one for me. So, moving on. Second last game, Little Devil Inside. What I'm seeing in the thumbnail alone only makes me think of Alice in Wonderland. With the, <laughs> uh, with the big... The big cat, yes. Not sure what's going on there. <laughs> but let's see what we can get from the uh, trailer. Because something tells me it's maybe just another one of these exploring games and you just avoid the nasties. Like, play, please. It's it's being very difficult. Uh, yeah. Much like most games, it just seems to be... You're playing... It actually does have a nice art style to it, I have to say. Yeah, I like the art style as well, yeah. It's but, like uh, realistic... Um, like, quite realistic landscapes, yeah, but... Yeah, oh, right, yeah. Realistic... I thought you were talking about characters. Re yeah. Absolutely looking... like It does look very real, the landscapes. And then you've just got these kind of cartoony characters in there. Although that this bit we're looking at right now is quite cartoony as well. So it kind of skips... looks like... It, it's across, depending on which area you're in. Yeah. That's very... Maybe it's a tale of a, of a character's past, because it keeps jumping to this older man 
Yeah. And then going back to a younger man. So maybe it's Little just... devil inside. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's just his dreams. <laughs> he was asleep in that thing. <laughs> hmm. Not sure. I think it's going to be... Oh, there's the big cat. It's maybe going to be one of these where we just need to wait for some more details. Uh, there's no release date for it. But given how far along it seems to be, it's probably going to be later this year or early next. If I had to guess. That could be completely off. It looks interesting. Maybe not one I'd play. I do like exploration games, but obviously there's something else going on with that one. We need some more details, I'd say. Need more details. It doesn't look like something I would buy myself no. right now. And the final game, which already looks like one I will not buy. <laughs> it looks yeah. a bit like a kid's game. We have a walrus holding a strawberry that has some googly eyes. Yeah. As you do. They actually uh, look like those... This is called Bug Snacks. Yeah. So, so it is actually like the, the walrus is stuck on the googly eye. Oh, maybe not. No, nope, turns out that's a that's a sentient strawberry with googly eyes. <laughs> wow. As you, as you do. <laughs> oh, there's two of them now. And I that looked like half a cheeseburger. I, I have no idea very, what's going on. Very confused. I am very confused. I was hoping it was just going to like eat it. and but no. The walrus did indeed. Oh, it, it. it is eating it. Wow. I, I don't think it's a walrus, actually. Oh, and now its arm just turned into strawberries. Uh, okay, that ma- that makes a lot of sense from the creators of Octodad. This, this does make sense. Okay. So, yep, that is indeed a cheeseburger. So this is sentient food. So they're taking some inspiration from Cloudy with a Chance... Uh, yeah, Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs 2. They're taking some inspiration from that. <laughs> Without a doubt. But it seems the character that you play as, as you eat the food, you become the food. So you know that, that old saying of, uh, you are what you eat? Uh, this game seems to take that... Quite literally, yeah. He just ate one of those hamburger things, and now his other arm is a curly fry. So, <laughs> I, d- I don't know what to make of this. I don't know what to make of it either, and <laughs> it is definitely, definitely not something I'm ever going to be interested in. No, it looks very bizarre. Yeah. If I were to be given it for free, maybe I'd have a look, but I'm. I don't even not think I would play it for way. free, mate. Oh my god, there's even ice cream moving around. This is like taking... Oh, the food joins together and forms its own being as well. So you don't feed sure. them after midnight. You don't feed the food after midnight, otherwise it turns into a food gremlin. <laughs> yeah, it looks like it. Uh, sure. Interesting. Uh, I'm curious. I can't say I'm interested. Would it? Would a food be a food cannibal? Would it be a cannibal if it ate another type of food? So if a strawberry eats a watermelon, is that a, a, a cannibal still? Or is that not classed as cannibalism because it's a different food? These these are far too deep questions for this podcast, I think, Chris. Well, you know, it's got a question in life now, this Bugs, bugs thing, whatever it's called. <laughs> bug snacks. Bug snacks. Uh, so. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, I, th- I think... Uh, I think that is us for the day. We'll we'll end it with that uh, bizarre PlayStation 
shenanigans, really. The only thing that I wanted to say very, very quickly before we do end is um, The Witcher 3 is free on, is it GOG Galaxy? I've never actually used it, but it looks really good. I've heard of it, obviously. But um, The Witcher 3 is free on GOG Galaxy for people who own it on another platform. So you'll get a free copy Uh, on GOG. So just as a... I, I mean, I love free games, but you already have to own it. That's boring. Yeah, it, Although, it is boring, but you still get it on another platform, which is... Yeah, that's fair. It's it, free. It, cer- so. it certainly would have been good when it, come to, it came to GTA V, because I had it on the 360, Yeah, and then I bought it for the, play- uh, for the PC. Sorry, not PlayStation. Uh, and yeah. As it turns out, now I have a third copy on the, on the, on the PC because of the Epic Games Store. But... Do, you, do you use this GOG? <laughs> is it called GOG? Can you clarify uh, that? I think I think it's called GOG. Because I, I thought GOG, but then yeah, I think it's GOG, called GOG Galaxy. But... What does GOG stand for? Like I don't know enough about it. I don't I don't know. It's not something I've ever gone to regularly. I'm yeah. sure it does have a. I'm sure it does. Well, have I'm just looking a... on the website, and I didn't really understand exactly what it was. But you can import your games from Steam, from Epic, um, from basically you can sign in with your Xbox account, and that, and you can import all of your games into the same library. And it's yeah, like a go. big social network for gamers. Um, okay. So, so it, it, it it looks really good because it's got its own achievements. It's got its own games um, that you can buy through their platform rather than going through Steam or whatever. But if you do buy through Steam, it you can hit launch and stuff from their launcher. You can chat with friends all on like one universal platform rather than having to, you know, like get achievements on Steam, get achievements on xbox get achievements you know what i mean like it seems yeah. to bring it all together somewhat so Fair enough. it looks quite it looks quite good for pc gamers to be honest i'm definitely going to be downloading it after the podcast and checking it out and getting a bit more, getting a bit more. Uh, it looks really good for uh what we're well gog it's apparently is good old games it it was formerly called good old games so i'm guessing that is what the GOG yeah i've heard of that now. so they've yeah okay okay so it would it, it would suggest that the name is GOG. Yeah. So there you go. The more you know. So I'm guessing this Galaxy thing's for version two or something, maybe. Yeah, something like that. But version two looks a lot better because I had I had heard of it previously, but I didn't realize how in depth it was, like how how many features and stuff. So it looks good. Fair enough. And another final thing, the the actual final thing to talk about <laughs> is. Um, we are on iTunes, because I checked that out at the beginning of the video and didn't get a chance oh, to yes. say it. But yes, it, it is live on iTunes now as well as Spotify. So Fantastic. if you do just want to watch the audio, um, watch the audio. subscribing on there. Watch watch the audio. So, yeah. <laughs> if you want Listen, to watch the audio. If you do just audio. want to watch the audio, <laughs> then um, check it out on Spotify or iTunes. Um, but even if, even if you don't want to watch the audio and you just want to listen to the video, then you can... Please do subscribe on iTunes if you've got an account, <laughs> or sub- like follow us on Spotify because it will help us out, won't it, Simon? So <laughs> Simon's just laughing now. <laughs> you've broken me, Chris. You have broken me. Oh. Well, that's what happens when you've been talking for an hour in forty-five it's, minutes. Um, it's it's good chaos. That's what it is. <laughs> oh We're gonna have to get God. t-shirts with that on. Oh yes, good chaos, and on the back it says "free cast" at the top. <laughs> oh, God damn! Well, thanks for <laughs> thanks for listening, watching, reading, yes, um, <laughs> whatever you've been doing with it. reading, yeah, yeah, um, you've been reading probably. 
You've been um, reading the live stream, you've been watching the, the audio, and you've audio. been listening to the video. Fantastic. Excellent. Oh, God. Well, for me, uh, you can find me at Osfree in most places, Twitter, Twitch, here on Twitch, obviously. I will be streaming tomorrow. I, I will actually be streaming an hour late because it is my grandmama's 89th birthday. Wow. So my dad and my brother and myself are going to have a little family Skype call with her. Uh, so yeah, that'll be fun. It's always lovely to speak to my dear, dear, dear grandmama. Uh, I do miss going to see her because she's she's just the the greatest old lady. Um, and yeah, uh, how about yourself, Chris? Where can we find you? Just find us um, in my flat. Normally, that's normally where I, I tend to hang out in this lockdown. <sighs> Yeah, um, he, he lives at. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he has, he has my address. Just dox myself, it's fine. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, just, uh, I'm on Twitter. I'm on. Um, that's it. Twitter and Discord. <laughs> and uh, that that, ten, that tends to be where you can find us Twitter and Discord. So it's at Fainraff on Twitter. <sighs> and my Discord tag is Fainraff. And then the hashtag 0001. So because I got a, I got a nice custom number on there with nitro i guess oh, so, nice. didn't know that was a thing yeah i mean it, i wonder it, how many people went for a 69 69 i imagine everyone a did. double 69 is better than a single 69 it is to be known so uh, it's like okay. you, you end up making a box shape on there and so, on that note thank you very much for <laughs> thank you very much for tuning in <laughs> and uh we will see you next week ciao bye-bye